Hey guys, welcome back to the second episode of PE for Gays. I'm Emma. And I'm Paige. And today we're going to be talking about... Okay, so first of all, we already started doing something, and then my aunt fucking called me in homophobic. We can't... We were only five minutes into the episode, though, so it's okay. But we talked about so much stuff. All right. So um, we are talking about our experience in lesbian or just women-loving women relationships and stuff like that um for young muff divers of the (laughs) world yes for young muff divers of the world because i don't know i mean lots of straight people talk about their relationships all over the internet and it's like we don't care we get it it's toxic and i feel like we've (laughs) we've had similar but also very different experiences probably probably i think almost probably every lesbian or bi or i think every person has the same experiences yeah but they just don't like sharing them mostly yeah but i am a very open person so yeah me too and, oh my god, now you're getting a call. <laughs> At least your call doesn't fucking stop the podcast. Yeah. Um. What we had mentioned before was that, you know, it kind of doesn't matter. Um, what, what, would, what did we say? Well, I was saying how, um, since I have previously dated boys before yeah i know that whenever people say that they're they think dating women is easier Mm. and it's less stressful that is not true at all because i think in both scenarios i've been through two bad relationships two like very very bad relationships one was with a man one with was with a woman yeah woman (laughs) and they were like equally just as toxic and bad yep like when i when i was a freshman in high school i dated this boy and he was a republican unfortunately but i dated him because i thought i could fix him which is bad on my part that's very toxic of me to do yeah but but he needed some fixing yeah anyways but um every time we would hang out um, he would try to start an argument with me about politics or anything. And then one time we were in my house watching Game of Thrones. Don't know how the conversation started, but he started screaming about uh, how I didn't believe in God, telling me how wrong I was for that. So that sucked. And then uh, senior year, I was dating a girl and she was just as toxic, just not as obvious about it. Like, she would get mad at me for being emotional and being, uh, like, needing reassurance about things. Even though she also needed reassurance about certain things. And she would make jokes about, like, having sex with other people. Oh. And, Yeah. Just doing things that made me very clearly uncomfortable. Yeah. And I would talk about how uncomfortable they would make me, and she would just tell me that they were jokes and I should get over it. Yeah, so I think that, you know, it doesn't matter who you're in a relationship with as far as, like, gender identity or, you know, whatever they identify as. I had said that it depends on the person who you're in a relationship with because, you know, I mean... 
like you just said, you've had two toxic relationships, one with a man and one with a woman. Yeah. And I feel like they were both equally as toxic. Yeah. I mean, I've had relationships. I've never dated a guy, but, you know, the relationships that I've had with women were toxic. Yeah. And, you know, this one's not. So, at all. Not in the slightest. So, you know, I think it really truly depends on who you're dating, you know. And I think you need to be compatible. Absolutely. Like, you need to make sure you're compatible first before you do anything. Mm Mm-hmm serious yeah yeah because as you know everyone knows there's like a cupcake phase so after that phase a a cupcake phase have you never heard of that no i've never heard the term okay well it's it's the same as honeymoon phase yeah pretty much it's cupcake i've never heard anyone call it a cupcake phase yeah it's a cupcake phase that's so precious cupcake phase or honeymoon phase which is where in the first couple months of dating everything is sweet you you know you're super romantic and then after those couple months not that it gets, you know, that not that it's not romantic, but it definitely becomes a little less romantic unless you keep up that same energy. Yeah, because you start being more comfortable with each other and right. like you lose you lose like the lack of trying, I think. Yeah. I think a lot of people do that. They like stop trying after a couple months because they think they're already like in the clear. Right. for keeping a good relationship. But if you stop trying, then it stops making the relationship seem special. Yeah. And also, like, you know, you start to get to know the person more. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. But it can happen no matter who you're dating, you know? I mean, I feel like there's such pressure on bisexual women to strictly date women and then they're also criticized for liking men it's much harder i feel like and not that it's much harder but i would say that it's it's very hard for those who don't just identify as gay or lesbian yeah because like i have most of my friends are like bisexual or pansexual yeah and there's like a constant struggle of them to like date men or date women and it's like they if they date a man then they're just like in a straight relationship. Yep. And if they date a woman then they're just gay. Yeah. And they can never like truly identify as bisexual because they're there's a lot of like discourse about it. Mhm. But, you know, when it comes to attraction and romance, I mean, I have talked to people who were like, you know, um attracted to men but couldn't be in romantic relationships with men but could do both with women so you know there are women out there who can still have sex with men but when it comes to relationships and sex they can only do it with women so they're probably going to end up dating a woman but they can be sexual with men or there are people who maybe are only sexually attracted to women but romantically they're more attracted to men and that's okay that is okay i'm not going to sit here and say oh if you're a bisexual woman and you're dating a man that's wrong it's not wrong you date whoever you want to date if you just try to date someone who is not toxic yeah will make you happy will make you more happy than they make you sad and i think that's another pressure that's put onto bisexual women because if they have a bad experience dating a man then it's like oh that's 
probably just most men and I just need to date a woman. Yeah. No, you could date go date a woman and they could be just as toxic as your last boyfriend. And you could go date another man and they could be way better. It just depends on who you have a connection with and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean... And I feel like the same thing happens with, like, bisexual men. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's oh. such a bad... People never, like, want to talk about bisexuality in men. Yeah. See, like, we just talked about in a woman. Yeah. In women. I mean, <laughs> in women. <laughs> in women. Well, that's because we're women and we know well, more about that. That's so. true. I mean, I can only speak on bisexuality in men to a certain extent. Yeah, because, because I'm, I'm not, not a man. I'm not a man and, and I'm not also bisexual. not bisexual. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, you know, I used to identify as bisexual so back in I. high school. Yeah, yeah, we did because we were forcing ourselves. I feel ourselves. like all lesbians. Probably. <laughs> Unless you were raised with, like, very great ally parents or gay parents you probably were especially if you're from the south or or you have christian parents you probably identified as bisexual for a long time and then or at least in high school and then once you got out and once you got you know whatever you probably started to identify as a lesbian i was back and forth all the time oh same in middle school i was like i'm a lesbian and then (laughs) and then when uh Came, I came out to my grandmother, and she said, no, you're not, actually. I said, okay, I'm not. And then I dated a boy. And then I said, oh, I'm gay. And then I dated another boy because I wanted my grandmother to talk to me again. Yeah. And then I said, oh, no, I'm really gay now. This time, I'm actually this, gay. This time, I'm, I'm gay gay. And that's <laughs> I'm been gay, the gay. last two years. So yeah. I don't know. It's just tough. Like, I never, I've never came out to my parents. To them, I'm still straight, and I still like boys, even though every time they bring it up, I'm like, oh, disgusting. I don't know how they don't know. But it's just like, (laughs) they, (laughs) I'm not sitting here, I'm not going to sit here and call my parents stupid, but. They're very oblivious. Either that, or they just don't. They just don't want to, they don't want to know. Yeah, they probably don't. My dad probably doesn't want to know. It, they, but it's confusing because I remember one time my dad was like, oh, yeah, that King Princess song, 1950. I really like that song. And I'm like, that song is about her being in love with a woman. <laughs> and how they don't like men chasing them and like like being with a man. And so I'm like, how do you like that song? <laughs> it even mentions how it says, all oh, my gods look like you or something. Mm. And he's Christian, like very devout, strict, like weird Christian. So I don't know why he was saying that he liked that song. But he he like I I can't remember if he like called me or texted me or something. He probably tried to call, but I I never answer my dad's calls because I don't like talking to him on the phone. So then he like I think he texted it to me and he was like, I really like that song and I'm like, does he know? Literally when I read the text, I'm like, he knows. <laughs> Because King Princess is gay. And he's telling you that because you're gay. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. Plus, also, like, I don't really tell people this, but I did um, get my phone taken away because I let my mom. I don't. Okay. Story time. So I was in eighth grade or I think I just like I was going into my freshman year of high school. So I just left eighth grade and it was like summertime, like Have early summer. No, I haven't. Okay. I, I made a TikTok about it, but I don't by the way, my TikTok is lesbium dot one if you want to follow. Wow. 
Um, <laughs> but anyways, so this is the story. So I forgot to clear my Google search history. I will say what the first thing is, not the second, because it's too graphic. But, <laughs> but you can tell me what it is later because I want to know. <laughs> Maybe. So just um, say it. It's just say it. <laughs> You can just say it. That's so embarrassing. No, it's okay. So, the first thing in my search history was obviously girls kissing girls because, <laughs> you know, I was in the closet and I, at that time, didn't even, I wasn't even like, I don't know, it was really complicated. So, that was the first one. And the second one was, you know those, like, fucking machines? <laughs> <gasps> it was a woman fucking machine. <laughs> it was one of those. It was a video, you know, of that. And, um... So, I, I, okay, so my mom was going to order pizza, and for some reason, she, like, couldn't use her phone or something. Like, I don't know if, like, her phone was dead or somebody else was using her phone or whatever, but she was like, I need to, um, you need, I need your phone to look up the number and place an order. And I was like, okay. So, I was in my room, and I was like, I don't know if I've cleared my Google search history, so I'm going to try to do that. And then I was going to try to say that I had to go to the bathroom, and she was like, no, I need it now. So, I was literally about to check Google, but I didn't have time, so I just gave it to her. She saw both of the things, and then she took my phone away. Um, Well, okay, so she was like, what is this? And then I kind of threw one of my classmates under the bus. I'm not going to say who, and no one's going to be able to guess who. (laughs) But I did throw one of them under the bus and said that I was dared to look it up. And then, like, I never understood why, like, when I was, like, a sophomore or junior in high school, and even when I was a senior, like, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to go hang out with this person. Or, like, I might go on a senior trip with this person. They were so, like, I don't want you going on that trip. And I'm like, why? And then, like, months after I made the connection that I threw them under the bus and that's why they didn't like them. So they obviously still remembered at that point what had happened, but they took my phone away and I tried to break my own toe. <laughs> <laughs> to like what? <laughs> you tried to break your toe? <laughs> yes. I dropped this like stone thing on my toe mm-hmm. to try to break it because I I didn't want to be confronted by my parents. I didn't uh-huh. want to talk to them. So I thought like maybe if I broke my toe it would distract them and then they'd forget about it. Didn't break my toe, didn't work, just had a painful, (laughs) uh, my toe really hurt, and then they took my phone away for, like, a week. So, that's also why I don't know how they don't know, because that was in my search history. So, Aaron and Joe moment. Aaron and Joe just uploaded on YouTube. So, yeah. Um, when I was, when I was a, like, nine, when I, or... When I was like nine or ten, mm-hmm. I got a tablet, mm-hmm. and I started searching up porn, <laughs> lesbian porn. Yes, I did too. And I didn't want my parents to look at it, so I broke my tablet. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I literally, I like threw it against the wall. <laughs> I was like, you're not seeing this. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this stuff is kind of cool, but I don't think I should be watching it. And then and I just... Said, <laughs> Yeah, that was another thing. My oh parents... my gosh, I dropped it. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Oh, no. no. Oh, God. My parents had a computer, and I think it was a laptop. I think it was, like, my dad's first laptop or something. And I remember one time, it, what's so interesting is that, so I did look up, like, men, but I only looked up gay men. 
<laughs> pictures of gay guys together. That's what I would look up. <laughs> and I, because you know how, like, a lot of, like, um, you know, lesbians, bisexuals, pansexuals, whatever, like, who are women or, like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, they always talk about how, like, when they search up porn, sometimes they search up lesbian stuff, but they also search up, like, gay porn. No. You've never watched gay porn and gotten off to it? No. I have. <laughs> a lot of... It's weird. A lot of women who love women or, like, stuff like that, like, if you like women, most of the time, like, I've, so many people have talked about how, like, they watch gay porn. And the like only it. time I've ever watched anything but lesbian porn is when I'm making fun of it. Yeah. Here's a good one. <laughs> Bob's bonus. No, <laughs> no, sh- sh- you never watched. It. You can't. You don't know. I know. Me and my friends, me and two of my friends, sat in the Red Mango parking lot eating our frozen yogurt, watching Bob's Boners for <laughs> like an hour and a half. That's what we did. Just sat in the parking lot watching porn. <laughs> what a great time! What a great. It was very time. funny. It was hilarious. That would be funny. Yeah. And there was also SpongeBob porn. Oh my. Yeah, SpongeBob and Sandy. Oh no. Um, like real people are animated. Real people. Okay. I'm sure there's animated too. Oh, probably. There gotta be. There's... Have you ever watched animated porn? No. Oh. I mean, oops. <laughs> <laughs> You're just exposing yourself. To I, this. I know. Watch gay porn and animated. Come porn. on, it's gay porn. <laughs> What's the problem with gay porn? I don't like men. <laughs> I don't like men either, but it's the fact that, like, it's not a man having sex with a woman. He's having sex with another man. I know, but every time I look at a man, I want to throw up. I mean, yeah, but for some reason, like, it's not... It's, like, kind of hot to me when it's, like, two men. But if it's a man and a woman, you gross. <laughs> what? I'm trying to decide if that's just a you thing or if it's a <laughs> no, natural thing. You can, Maybe I'm the weird one. Yeah, I think you are because there are plenty of lesbians who are like... That's <laughs> what I'm saying, though. I never, I mean, I can't, I can't name any, but in videos, people have talked about it. But, like, when I, like whenever I would look up, like, oh, like, men, it would always be just, like, gay men. And you know what it reminds me of? That that uh vine where the girl gets caught watching gay porn and she's like don't tell mom don't tell mom i feel like she's probably gay now because because a lot of even like some straight women like i i have straight friends who are like yeah i watch lesbian porn and get off to it and i'm like but you're not gay you'll watch two women have sex but but i mean it's just what like i mean i don't like men but i'll watch two men have sex Shut up! You no, you've watched straight porn, so I don't. Yeah, to laugh at. I don't want to talk about. Not to not to come to it. (laughs) Damn. When I watch straight porn, I do not touch myself. Just to be clear. Yeah. Well, I guess. (laughs) When I watch lesbian porn, definitely do. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. Like when I first like started watching porn, it was all that like fake stuff, but that was all I knew. So I was like, mm, yeah, this is cool. This is great. And then as I've gotten older, I'm like, if it's the homemade stuff, the homemade stuff is, is where it's, it's, it's at. Oh, it's so good. The the like very <laughs> over dramatized ones are so funny though. Yeah, they are kind of. They're funny. hilarious. Actually, sometimes I like to like joke watch them, but sometimes I get annoyed. You can quote me on this. Porn is the funniest comedy of all time. <laughs> yes. And that's true. Yeah. 
It's very funny. I'm just saying, like, there's so many things about porn that are hilarious. The sounds. Yep. The acting. The Especially bad if it's acting. straight porn. Oh my gosh, oh. there is an episode of Malcolm in the Middle where um, the older brother, Francis, he works on this, like, ranch. And on the ranch, the owners of the ranch accidentally rent out a room to, like, a porn uh, <gasps> oh my thing. God. And they're like, and they casted the older woman, like, that owns the ranch. They casted her in the porn. Oh, no. But, like, um... They're, they're like German or something, like mm-hmm. the owners of the ranch are. And Francis, who's the other brother, he like realizes it's a porn and doesn't think that they know that's what it is. They mm-hmm. just think it's like a regular movie set is yeah. what is in his mind. Mm-hmm. So he like tries to make the, the porn as PG as possible. But then like then they start filming it and the ladies like, this is boring. What, are they going to have sex? Like the German woman? Yeah. It's so funny. What the fuck? So, like, they knew. Like, they knew it was porn. Or they hoped it was porn. Yeah. And it's very funny. That's Malcolm in the Middle funny. is the greatest show ever made. There's so many good things about that show. You need to watch it. I know. There's a lot of shows I need to watch. Yeah, but I think Malcolm in the Middle is the number one. Yeah. And that 70s show. Yeah, that 70s show, too. Yeah, I remember, um, I don't know, like, after I got caught, I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't do it, but then, I don't know, it's weird, because, like, I, since I never had a girlfriend or anything, like, that's just what I would do, like, I, some, it got to a point where, like, I would just watch it because I needed it, because I, okay, allow me to explain. Porn addict. No, 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 not porn, I just mean, like, like girls kissing yeah so like i would watch it like throughout high school sometimes i would just put it on i wouldn't watch it for any sexual reason or anything i would put it on because like i was lacking it and i wanted it so i was craving the affection yes i was craving the need to like have my own girlfriend to kiss and because i couldn't get that then like so like y'all just heard you know and um, my first two relationships were online. Or, I mean, you know, long distance. But, so, you know, I had a real lack of physical touch. But even in high school when I didn't, when I wasn't dating anybody, I wasn't getting anything. And so, I would watch those, like, videos pretty heavily. And then... I, like, told myself, I'm like, I have to stop. Not, I didn't, I wasn't addicted by any sense of the means. Addicted to girls kissing girls. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't addicted, but, you know, when it gets to a point where you're watching it because it fills something, <laughs> probably shouldn't watch it, you know? I mean, it was, at the time, I couldn't get a girlfriend because I couldn't come out. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of confined to high school and whoever was there that was gay and they were all coupled up. So I didn't have anyone. Plus, I couldn't tell anyone that I was gay. Yeah. So, you know, but that's what's hard for, you know, young gay, lesbian, bisexual, whatever teens. See, that's what was good about me going to the school that I did. 
everyone there could know I was gay. Not a single person would tell my parents because my parents don't have any friends. My parents don't have any friends either, but they do have Facebook. And, like, my mom finds things out from people that I don't even know. What do you mean? Like, she'll find things out about people that I know, but I don't know the information. Yeah. She knows some stuff before I know it. And that's another reason why I was very scared and reluctant to come out. Because even if, you know, even if my parents, they they literally don't, they literally aren't friends with any parents. And even in high school, they were not friends. I mean, like, they knew people and they were nice to them and they would talk to them at, you know, social outings like my concerts or, you know, my brother's, you know, basketball games or whatever. But, like, as far as, like, going and hanging out with other parents, they would never do that. So, you know, if it wasn't, if the, if Facebook wasn't a thing or, like, people saying stuff on Facebook wasn't a thing, I would, I probably would have come out. Because, yeah, my parents weren't friends with anybody else either. But, you know, also at the time, like... My my brother was, like, kind of homophobic. He's definitely changed a lot. <laughs> Which one? The one that I've met? Yeah. Oh. So, you know, because of that, too, I mean, it was like I was... There was a time where I was scared that nobody in my family would accept me. And now both of my brothers... Although I haven't talked about it with my older brother. He He knows, but we don't talk about it. He knows that you're gay or he knows that you have a girlfriend? Um, I don't know if he knows that I have a girlfriend, but he definitely knows that I'm gay. And, um, I mean, I'm sure my younger brother has probably told him. But, you know, I mean, if I had known that they would have accepted me back in high school, I probably would have come out to them. But, you know. Yeah. It's just, it's tough being a a gay teen. Yeah. Because, especially if you live in places where it's majorly homophobic people, or, yeah, homophobic people. I was going to say Christians, but, you know, I don't want to say that they're the same thing. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Being where I'm from, which I live in Kentucky. Yeah. You'd think that's, like, the most homophobic place (laughs) in the whole world. Yeah. But it's not. Well... Certain areas are not. Like, where I live... Like, when I was in seventh grade, which is when I came out, Mm -hmm. and I got my first girlfriend, I was going to... I thought, like, literally, I was going to get hate crime immediately. And I did. People did call me the F word. Yeah. Which, I don't say that, and you should not say that either. Mm -hmm. No one should. Anyways. But... um, But, like, as soon as I came out... Then everyone was like, oh my god, I like girls too. Literally every single... I've never seen a more gay area in my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Like everywhere, every every single person that I had ever... Every woman that I had talked to had previously been like interested in another woman. Yeah. Every Like almost every single girl I went to high school with. Except for the homophobic ones. Yeah. Which there were a few, but not many. Yeah. Were there more, like... There were more gay people than there were straight people in my high school. Which, you know, 
my high school. Girls, I mean. For whatever reason. Boys, there were a lot of homophobic boys. Well, that's because boys were raised on toxic masculinity. If you don't believe it, my dad, my dad grew up telling me and my brothers that my brothers were five pound buckets with water in it. If you hit it with a sledgehammer, water might spill out, but it's not going to break. And girls are glass teapots. So if you hit it, it's going to shatter and it's going to break. So he was meaning that in a way that like... Don't hit women, but also you can hit boys. More so in an emotional sense. Yeah. So it's like Um, basically saying that women are fragile and men are strong. Which... It's not true. I know plenty of women who are five times stronger than men. Yeah. Emotionally. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> beat a man up. <laughs> me too. But uh, maybe. But, you know, he, he taught us growing up that pretty much, you know, men don't have to talk about their feelings. And I think that's, you know, I mean, I know lots of men who have anger issues because they never, it was never, it's not necessarily normalized for men to talk about things. For men to talk about their emotions. They're five-pound buckets, so if they get hurt, men are supposed to get hurt, and it's fine. But if women get hurt, you know, women, you know, it's normal for women to always feel emotional and hurt and everything like that. No, that's not the case. I think it's crazy that my mom didn't think like that, because she grew up in, like, a really, like, very, very, like, racist, homophobic Mm -hmm. place. Because when she went to high school... She she went to a place where there was four black people. Yeah. Like, in her whole school. And there was, like, 600 people in her school. And by the end of her senior year, there was only one girl there. That, there was only one black person there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, probably because they got they the fuck out of yeah, there. Yeah, they were, like... Cause they, she lived in, like, a very bad area for, like, anyone who wasn't white. Yeah. Or is, straight. You know, and when you think about that, I mean, how many years ago was that? She's, uh... She was in high school in the 80s. That is about 40 years ago. Yeah. So. 80s, 90s. That's when she was. So about 30 to 40 years ago. Yeah. 30 to 40 years ago was a time when high schools weren't technically um, segregated. But Mm -hmm. there was definitely still segregation in a way going on mm-hmm. kind of it it really was like that you know white people still didn't want black people coming into their communities yeah. using their high schools or going to but their like, high schools that's everything. the thing though like my mom she was never racist even though she grew, grew up, up with, being told to be racist yeah. you know which and that's like why was, i'm oh. like this okay not to cut sorry no it's ahead. okay you can keep going People act like, like um, the civil rights movement. Yeah, was so long ago. It was not. It was not. It was in the sixties. Sure, that was what sixty fifty years to six. Yeah, sixty, 60 years, years ago. <laughs> but that's, that's not a long time. No, because guess what? That's younger than my grandma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My my grandma was 20 years old when segregation uh, started happening. Yeah, my grandpa was about the same age. So it's like, people act like, oh, that's so, that's so far. That's why, like, like, my parents, right, they're convinced that, you know, they're not racist. That racism doesn't exist. Yeah. And that, 
but also that you can well it does my exist. my dad that, thinks that but my mom knows racist people exist oh yeah absolutely but my parents think that you know they're not being racist when they say things like black people are lazy or they're more likely to be in gangs and stuff like that no my parents don't say that oh but like <laughs> my my like my dad says that racism doesn't exist in like business things oh i see yeah like that's what no it definitely does yeah but he thinks it doesn't because he doesn't experience it because he's not black right and he's not like he's he's not a person of color so he doesn't experience it and i don't experience it too but i know it's real exactly and i want to say that like i have no idea what it is like to be a black person or to be biracial but i can empathize and i can try to understand and you know I mean, like, like my grandpa is definitely racist, for <laughs> sure. And so are my parents. Yeah. And they're the kind who, they're the kind who are always like, um, I'm not a, or they're like, I have black friends, and then they'll say mm. something racist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I don't tolerate that crap. Yeah. Like, a, like probably like a month or so ago, no, probably like two months ago, um, we got like Chinese food and they forgot our egg rolls and my my mom said commie bastards and like my dad was like saying stuff like that and I went off on them and my mom told me to like shut up and that she didn't care what I had to say because you know I was because she was like oh you know you defend the black lives matter they don't need defending and you know you, you defend everybody but us and I'm like no I defend people who you are mean to who you say unnecessarily unnecessary things to yeah you know like my my parents um their best friends are hispanic yeah and well they're not really they're still best friends but they like haven't seen them in a while Mm because they were we were both like army families yeah so we moved a lot you know yeah but um like because my mom didn't grow up around like anyone but white people yeah she didn't know like what how to address them like when talking about like their ethnicity or anything Mm -hmm. so she was just saying like where they were from or whatever and like because she was saying that like um her friend was cuban when she was was something something like that i don't remember exactly what country they were they're they're from Mm -hmm. or like they were born in so i don't know but she was saying something and then um my her her friend, which I call her Aunt Marcy, but yeah. she's not really my aunt. But mm-hmm. um, she goes, that's not. You shouldn't say that. That's really offensive. And my mom was like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. But she corrected herself immediately. Yeah. And she's never like made that mistake again. So it's not that hard to correct yourself. Absolutely. When you do something wrong like that. And you should want to correct yourself. Yeah. You should want. And to- you should if. If someone does say something like that, if that's the first time you ever hear them say that, don't say anything rude about it because they might not know. Like yeah. my mom, she didn't know that that was an offensive thing to say. Like, um, like she didn't know that was offensive. But as soon as she knew that it was, she'd never said it again. Yeah. So you, if someone says something that is offensive to you, correct them politely first yeah. and then if they say it again then you can that's free reign that's whatever. i didn't know that saying mixed was offensive and then like someone said no you should say biracial because that's yeah. what it is and i'm like oh i didn't know that yeah because like to me like i i literally never thought the word mixed was like 
bad to say, but I didn't what either. they are is biracial, yeah. you know? And so I started correcting myself. And since then, other than right now, saying that I used to say that word, I don't say it anymore. When I talk about people who, you know, are, you know, biracial or they have different ethnicities or races... <laughs> you know, sorry, I was laughing at a notification that Paige got. I got you a know. notification from my group chat, Muff Divers. <laughs> but, you know, it's not hard to correct yourself. Yeah. It's not hard to fix your mistakes. And I genuinely think that our parents' generation and our grandparents' generation, they have a hard time accepting the failures that mm-hmm. that both generations have made. They push a lot of it on us. Yeah. And there are some things that, like, there are some things that people say, mm-hmm. like slurs that people say that they think they can reclaim. I need more hash browns. But they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Like, when some people say the word dyke, you should not say that if you're not a lesbian. Yeah. Because that is a lesbian slur. And, like... <laughs> If you're uh, not a gay man and you say the F word, which you know what F word I'm talking about, you shouldn't say that either because that's not a slur for you. That is not your word to reclaim, so you shouldn't say it. And it's obviously no one should say the N word but black people. And if you do that, you're an asshole and you deserve to get the repercussions of what you do. Yeah. Especially if you, if you're someone who has been told multiple times not to say a word, and you still say, I'm so sorry. No, I'm skinny. <laughs> if you've been told multiple times not to say certain words, and you still say them, you deserve the repercussions that you get for it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to one of my friends, obviously white, like probably a couple months ago or something. I was talking about how people shouldn't say the N word, and. She was trying to say, well, this was her argument. She tried to say that um, black people putting the N-word in songs is kind of making it okay for people to say it. And I said, no. It's absolutely not. So she had said, so if you said the F-word in a song, would you want people who aren't gay to... Like, basically, she said, if I put the F-word in a song... And somebody who is straight says it, would I not be okay with that? And I said, yeah. I'm not putting it in a song for everyone to sing. I'm putting it in a song because, like, that's kind of my word. Or, you know, if I said dyke or whatever. To me, I'm not using it in an offensive way. Right? And I know that by straight people maybe saying the word in the song, it's not necessarily saying it in an offensive way. Yeah. But it's not their word to say. Yeah. Because we are exactly it. The N-word is not white people's word to say. And by them Or anyone that isn't black. Because some people, if they're just, like, a person of color, if they're, like... Like, some people that I know, like, they're Hispanic and they think it's okay for them to say the N-word. And it's absolutely not. Mm -hmm. They're not black. That's not their word. Mm. Like, um... What's that one actress who... Who was on Jane the Virgin, like Gina Rodriguez or something. Mm -hmm. 
I forget what her name is. I think that is her name. Yeah, I think so. She um, said yeah. the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, bro, you can't say that. You literally cannot say that. Because she's not black. Yeah. And you definitely should not say that word. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my friend was also saying, well, you know, maybe black people shouldn't be able to say it at all. Maybe, like, nobody should be able to say it. And I'm like, no, it's their word. They can definitely say it. It's yeah. It's 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 one word. One word for your, for us white people that we can't say. We have every other word that we could say. Yeah. You can literally use any other word except for the F word, dyke, and the N word. Yeah. Three fucking words that you can't... That are... That you shouldn't... I mean, there's... A there's other, other but, words that you can't say. But it's not that hard to not use... I've never said a slur in my life besides the ones that I use for myself. Mm-hmm. I've never said any... Like, I've never said the F word. I've never said the N word in my whole life. It's not that hard. Yeah. I guarantee you it's not hard to break it from your vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And if you're used to saying it and it is that hard, that's your huh. issue and that's, that's a problem. Concerning. Yeah, that is concerning because you should obviously not be saying that word at all. I don't have... There's no word in my vo- vocabulary that I can... That I could take away that would be hard for me to take away. Yep. I don't say any word that much. Besides, like, I. like, <laughs> Which isn't offensive. Yeah, um, besides, like, regular words that people use. You and I, we don't have, like, offensive words in our vocabulary. Yeah, because I don't say slurs because I'm not a okay. bad person. Yeah. Yeah. If you say slurs that are not yours to reclaim, you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee that. Absolutely. But people just don't understand. I think that they can just say whatever word they want. And yeah. Have, and also, know. if you're if you are not black, but you're dating a black person and you say the N-word, that's still not okay. Yeah. You should not do that. I do know somebody who... Okay, so... I know a few people that do that, and I don't... It makes me uncomfortable. I'm going to say something. So, there was one time where I was going to be hanging out with this girl for the first time, and... Like, just as a friend. And we were going to go to, like, this party. And she is biracial. Oh. She's biracial. And her, uh, her other friend that showed up, I don't know what she was, but she definitely was not black. And then she said the N-word. And I was like, huh? I didn't say anything because I didn't know, like, what to say. And... The girl who was biracial, like, didn't say anything. So, I'm like, okay. All right. So, then, like, later I brought it up when the other friend wasn't there. And she was like, oh, yeah. She was like, I let her say it. Like, I don't care if she says it. That's, yeah. And I don't know what to say on that. Because, like, I don't, you know, I don't control who says the word. So... If you're fine with your friends saying it because you know that they're not saying it in an offensive way. I know, but, like, there's... I don't understand when that happens because, like, I'm friends with a lot of black people. And every person that has, like... Like, whenever we talk about stuff like that, they're like, yeah, the the N-word pass is not real and nobody should do it. Mm -hmm. And it makes them uncomfortable that other black people give white people the N-word pass. 
Or anyone the N-word has. Because mm-hmm. you should... That's not a thing. Yeah. It shouldn't be a thing. Like, I'm not going to give anyone a dyke pass. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that word yeah. if you're not a lesbian. Yeah. And, like... Like, I know that, like, the F-word is also named for a cigarette. So, like, people in other places will say it. That's not in this country, though, so... I know, but, like, you know... Well, I know what you're talking about, but... Yeah. But it's, like, you know, there are some people who, when they say it, they don't... Or, like, the term queer. Queer used to be a word that had a negative meaning to it. Because, yeah. you know, men back in I don't know, whatever fucking time, they'd be like, are you queer? And <laughs> they would mean it in a bad way. Yeah. If you were queer, that meant you were weird and you were an outcast and nobody liked you. Yeah. But that is an umbrella term. And people did use that for everyone, not just gay men or gay women. Yeah, but... Queer was, like, a general thing, so that's why... And it still kind of is. Yeah, now it's a general thing, but, like, in a positive way. Which some people are still uncomfortable with that word, which you should respect. And if someone says not to say that word around them, you should not say it. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, I also talk about sometimes how, like... um, Okay, so, I used to be friends... um, with a guy who's gay and i remember i've seen some of this before where gay men are very mad because um okay I'm not, it's it's giving me a warning of how much time is on the clock i got it so like i've heard gay men talk about this before how they're upset at the fact that sometimes when sometimes lesbians um can you bring the juice over Thank you. Sometimes lesbians call themselves gay, right? When gay technically means, like, you're a man who likes men. Or male-presenting, and you like men or male-presenting people, right? So it's not oh, it's not correct for women to... Um, ooh, ASMR moment. <laughs> pouring juice. It's not correct for women to call themselves gay because we like women. Right, and and when when I was listening to this, I was like, "What? What gay men don't understand is that lesbians, for the longest time, have been fetish, um, fetishized. Yeah, fetishized. So the word lesbian, like when I." call myself a lesbian i'm like that word to me is gross saying the word lesbian sometimes for me is gross i don't like it sometimes and it's because like i'm scared that by saying it i'm gonna get fetishized or something like that because the only like it used to be that sometimes the only way that guys liked lesbians was if they got to watch or like because they think it's hot not because they think it's okay but because they think that it's hot, they get pleasure from it. Yeah. So. But lesbian is not a bad word. No, it's not. It's not a bad word at all. And I shouldn't feel gross calling myself a lesbian. Mm-hmm. I just do sometimes. And that's why I, a lot of times, will call myself gay. Because most of the time when you hear the word gay, it's not necessarily a negative word. Yeah. And lesbian isn't either. It's just for so long, like, if you say the word lesbian. I, I feel like a lot of people are like that. Uh-huh. You know? Because, like, 
I use the word gay too sometimes to like identify myself. A lot of people do. Yeah. A lot of people who aren't, you know, males or <laughs> they're not like actually like gay males. And they, I know a lot of people who use the word gay who aren't gay males. A lot of people. And I'm not trying to offend gay men when I call myself gay. It's just, I, I don't know, it, it sounds more comfortable for me. It feels more comfortable, and it's really hard to explain. But are you getting all that whipped cream out? <laughs> I'm trying to get all of it out. <laughs> but um, I know that a lot of times, like, it will offend them because it is, like, a term for them. And lesbian is a term for a woman who like women. So it's just hard. Like, I need to stop saying it. I need to stop, like, calling myself gay. Because, like, that's not the proper term. If you hear a sound, it's Paige trying to get all the whipped cream out of the whipped cream thing. But I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. Like, I'm not trying to offend anybody when I call myself gay. But I know that there are, like, men out there who get offended because they have worked so hard for the term gay to not be a negative thing for themselves and now everyone just uses it even though that's not the proper term so kind of kind of sucks but honestly it it is what it is sometimes you know I think we all just have to be better at being better people and watching wa- watching what we say sometimes yeah. because, you know, I know that everyone is like, oh, you know, our generation, you know, we get offended too easily. But I think it's just that it's we're... It's not that we get offended. It's just that we're realizing things that are offensive and we're taking notice of it right. and making a change for right. it. Right, exactly. Because we're trying like, to better ourselves. Yeah, exactly. We're not trying to... Because if you're somebody who's saying, like, you know, oh, you can't take a joke, and you're saying something offensive... You, you can make shouldn't. a joke without it being offensive. Yeah, I'm exactly. funny all the time, and <laughs> I never do offensive exactly. jokes. Exactly, exactly. And, like, I don't know, it's it's kind of, like, wishy-washy for me. I shouldn't say that term, but, like, I watched Brickleberry. I thought it was a very funny show. And I thought it was funny because they made fun of everyone. And then I'm like... I shouldn't like it because it, I don't know, like, whenever they made gay jokes, I wasn't offended. I was like, that's funny, honestly. Yeah. But at the same time, I know that making jokes about certain types of people, it's it's not, you shouldn't do it. It's yeah. offensive. So it's like a show like Brickleberry, they're Duh. so offensive. Yeah. But I find it funny. Offensive humor is only funny if it's about you. Yeah. If you're, like, making gay jokes and you're gay, that's funny. Yeah. And if you're making, like... If you're making, like... (laughs) I was going to say if you're making racist jokes and you're racist, that's funny. That's not what I meant to say. I know what you mean, though. If you're... If you're, like... If you're, like, a white person making white people jokes, that's funny. Yeah. And, like, if you're black making black people jokes, it's funny. I think that anybody who isn't black making white people jokes is also funny because, to be honest, as a white person... Anyone who's not white, you mean? Yeah, what did I say? You said anyone who's not black making white people jokes. Oh, sorry. Anyone who's... Yeah, I'm I'm very sorry about that. Anyone who's not white making Making, white people jokes. Because white people are not oppressed, so that's not not a... That's not a... 
The only way that I Bad might thing. be oppressed is because I'm a lesbian and yeah. I'm a woman. But that's even it. then, that's not... But we still have privilege for being white. Absolutely. I still have white privilege and I still have a lot of privileges because I'm not fully out as a lesbian. Yeah. So, I still have a bunch of privileges. And... It's hard to not know that I'm gay. <laughs> I've been told that I don't look gay from the way I dress before and I disagree it, so hard. Well, okay. When you first look at you, you don't look gay. Because sometimes you do dress, like, kind of feminine. Yeah, but there are femmes who are lesbians. Yeah, I know. But it's but really hard to it's really get a hard gauge to determine on. Because for so long, this for so long, the stereotype for lesbian was short butch. hair. Yeah, yeah, butch, pretty much. Just butch. And it's it's changing because people are starting to realize that you don't have to be one specific way i think if you're not gay you wouldn't know that you were gay you know if someone yeah like if a straight person were looking at you i think they would think that you were straight yeah but like i think other gay people know that you're gay until you're around me you're yeah you're not gonna know but, like, Absolutely. there's some people that, like, you would not know they were gay until they told you specifically. If I could do makeup and had more money to buy more clothes and jewelry, you would definitely be able to tell <laughs> that I'm gay. Because, I don't know, I don't I don't know how to do makeup very well. And I, I have jewelry, but I don't have, like, a vast jewelry. I'll amount. buy you all the jewelry and oh, makeup in thank the whole you. world. Well, I don't know how to do makeup. I need to I can do makeup. I know how to do makeup. Learn. I'll do makeup for you. Okay, that'd be good. But I, you know, I mean, we're just realizing now. I feel like our generation is just realizing a lot of shit. Like, a lot of it. <laughs> I can, we can make a another podcast about this where we can just talk about this. I mean, I, I might do it on my own <laughs> because I'm probably going to do some single ones too, but like, yeah. Um, how our grandparents and parents grew up in a war state of mind. Oh yeah. my god, I could talk about that all day. I don't even think I could fit in a full <laughs> thing, because I talk about it all the fucking time, about how when you think about it, most of our grandparents and parents went through, they were alive through World War Two. Yeah. So my grandpa was born in 1942, right? Sure, he didn't fight in World War Two. But he lived through the after effects of World War Two, and he lived through that era. Um, the Cold War, which is, you know, Korean War, Vietnam War. Um, just, like, a whole bunch of wars. Those so baby boomers. Yeah, baby boomers. So, so, yeah, their mindset is definitely different than ours when it comes to weapons, government, military, and stuff like that. I think everyone's, I think every person has a different stance on the military. That's another segment. We could talk yeah. about military as military, one too. Yeah. Because I, I understand the want for a military to, just in case something happens, keep our people safe. But I think that the main goal and mission of the military should be to help other countries or help people within our own country. Yeah. And not, you know, taking over other parts of countries. Like, why do we have our troops in all these other countries? We're not helping them. In In most of the other countries, we're not helping them. We are trying to take control and 
<sighs> take it for ourselves. If you want to put soldiers or, you know, whatever in other countries in order to better the country, help them, <clears throat> that's fine. But a military who just terrorizes people, scares people, and doesn't fight for a good cause, not a not a military I will support. You know? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. So I'm I'm definitely not pro military. I made a TikTok about this too where I talked about how some some dude who was like liberal, he was like um he was like, Yeah, I'm a liberal but I don't support veterans and I'm like, here's the thing. With veterans, most of the time they were forced into going into the military yeah. or like so so when you think about like the the ones for like Vietnam War, Korean War, stuff like that, mm-hmm. they were drafted. Yeah. So kinda not their fault. The ones now are, like, preyed on in high school and stuff because they can't afford to go to college. So, I don't technically think it's their fault that they joined. Like, my dad joined the military when he was 17. Yeah. So. So, like, I think the military as a group, as, like, an organization is bad. But the individual soldiers and, like veterans and everything those are not bad people just because they are in the military and i mean sometimes they can be because i know in my women's studies class we watched the videos on how like women would get sexually assaulted yeah and everything well okay but women would also sexually assault in the military yeah some soldiers do have like an ego complex like they have a support support Sup- superiority complex. There it is. There it is. Superiority. Job. Okay. They have a superiority complex and think that they're better than most people be- mm-hmm. just because they fought for our country. Yep. Which, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's good that you did put yourself on the line to fight for your country, but, like, so do, like, firefighters and, like, EMTs. They save they people's lives every day. Line. Doctors save yep. people's lives every day. And, like, they're not better than a lot of other people. Yeah, so. And even though I don't like them, cops do also put themselves in danger all the time. Yeah. Cops who, like, actually aren't bad people and don't take bribes and aren't homophobic and racist and everything. Cops who are actually doing their job correctly. Yes. Those are, like. People who put their life on the line and who, Those are good. But. But also the idea, I could, I will also talk about this in another podcast, the policing system needs to be changed. Oh, yeah. There's a lot yeah. of, we can talk about that for hours. Since this podcast is almost going to be over, we will segue back into being gay. Yeah, we <laughs> Sorry, definitely want to. We, we literally started this podcast, well, before we started this podcast, we said we were going to stay on topic, and we are <laughs> so far off from it's where just, we started. It's like, it's so hard for me to, like, stay on a specific it is. topic. Because and it's also just... Whenever we talk to each other, we just, like, keep going on yeah, and on. Which is... I like doing that with people. I do, too. I like going from thing to thing to thing to thing because a That's lot That's how my of, brain process is. Well, yeah, and a lot of things are connected. Yeah. So, it's easy to... It's easy get to flow the conversation. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, but this, um, this, this segment's almost over, so we'll wrap it up. Mm. Basically, essentially, if you want another podcast where we give advice on being you know 
gay, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, whatever. I think every episode will be different. Yeah, probably. But if you want one on advice or, you know, we might do one on just advice for young teens, we absolutely will do that. We will absolutely try to give you advice. Even though I'm only 21 and you're only 18, we we do know a lot. We're freshly adults. I'm still considered a baby gay, but that's okay. I am also. (laughs) I'm definitely still I'm still a teenager, technically. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know. Even though I'm an adult, I'm also a teenager still for the next year and a half. So, you know, year, but, um, that's it for this episode. Uh, we'll catch you on the next one. So bye. Bye.